Here we are again for another episode of the Divergence Podcast. We're your host here. My name is Kenny. Hey, y'all. It's B. <laughs> you doing all right over there? All right. I burped really loud before we started recording, and I was like, did you get it all out? And I was like, of course I did. And that just made me want to burp more, so I had to sneak one off mic. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Uh, well, Happy New Year's to all our new listeners. Happy New Year. Uh, last week should have been a New Year episode, but, you know, we had our guest, which was a great time. Uh, that episodes should be out by the time it's recording. Yeah, man, so. that was fun as hell talking to Pops. Yeah, really fun episode. Uh, check that one out, please. It's a really great episode. A long one, so grab yourself some glass of wine, a beer, or, you know, whatever you like to drink and some snacks and enjoy the show. Yeah. Uh, but how was your New Year's? Uh, super chill. I mean, we had just finished the most hectic move of my <laughs> life. My That's car true. died and was stranded inside of a storage facility for overnight. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so that was a nightmare, but we got it done. Thanks to Caddy. That sounds like the beginning of a horror movie, actually. Yeah, honestly. I was walking around pacing like a madman, and I can hear the, the alarms going off. Like, I was setting them off, and I was like, I'm going to die here tonight. So that was great. But, uh, yeah, no, so New Year's, I just stayed in, had a couple of glasses of whiskey, and veg out, man. Nice. You just watch anything, or...? Uh, yeah, I started watching, uh, Miracle Workers, which that's going to lead into our recs for the week. But, uh, yeah, Miracle Workers on TBS. That show is hilarious. Really good. Daniel Radcliffe's in it. Season three, there's an episode where he just goes off. And it is, uh, it's pretty hot, man. Not going to lie. I did not realize that guy was so shredded. Who, uh, Daniel Radcliffe? Yeah, dude is jacked. Yeah. Yeah. There's a reason a lot of people want him to be Wolverine for some reason. Yeah, which I don't totally agree with, but, like, I could see it physically, but not like, not character wise. But maybe he's a good actor. You can yeah. surprise the hell out of me, man. Definitely. I mean, ever since he got the Harry Potter money, this dude is just taking any random project that he likes. Dude, he'll do anything from like uh, Swiss Army Man. That yeah. was a weird one. Uh, Guns Akimbo. I always recommend to people that movie's so <laughs> wild. Very wild. So funny. I love it so much. And then. Uh, yeah, Horns was weird. There was there was that Broadway play where he was showing full dong at one point. Oh, yeah. Like Death of a Unicorn or something like that. I don't know. Something weird. There was like a horse on stage and his dick is just out. But uh, yeah, he's he's fantastic. So yeah, that's uh, that's what I've been watching. All right, so uh, Miracle Workers, is what it's called? That's also with uh, Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi and um, a couple actors I don't really remember, but uh, they're all really good. The cast is great. Nice. Yeah, I like it. Great. We'll definitely have to check that out. I've seen ads for it, and I've been meaning to check it out myself, but maybe yeah. now I will. Three seasons. They're only like eight, nine, and ten episodes each, so oh, it's really quick to burn through, but it's a lot of fun. As for me, um, the one show that I guess everyone's been talking about and has been watching that uh, Tally and I finally decided to check out is The White Lotus. Is it good? The first season was pretty crazy. The second season, I think, is much better. Okay, um, I've I've heard kind of the opposite from some people that the first season's awesome and then the second one is kind of falls off. I don't know. For me, the second one it gets really crazy. Um, what was they gonna say? I don't. know. I'm just watching this show and I'm just like, I was like, how how can people not believe that white people are crazy? White people be crazy? Like, uh, no, definitely. I'm just like, holy shit. What's it even like about? They're at like a resort or something? Yeah, just two different resorts. The first one takes place at a resort in Hawaii, and it all takes it in the span within a week. So like. So much just happens in a week, and I'm just like, my God. I was like, how does it get this bad within a week? And then the second season happens in Sicily um, at the White Lotus Resort over there. And it's the same group of people? It's a different group of people. Only one character returns. Gotcha. That's um, Jennifer Coolidge's character. Okay. Stifler's mom? Yeah. (laughs) Nice. And also Uncle Rico plays her husband. Uncle Rico from, from Napoleon Napoleon Dynamite? Hey. Yeah, he plays her husband. I'm happy to see he's back in the zeitgeist. Yeah, and then we have um, Chris Moltisanti from The Sopranos. He's also in the second season mm-hmm. playing like a Hollywood producer or something like that. Ooh, glow yeah. up. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm only like three episodes in on the second season, but so far so good. Yeah. Don't hate it. I got to check Pretty it out. Exciting. Uh, the other show I want to recommend is actually called The Looney Tunes Show. It's on HBO Max. Uh, it's a revamped of the Looney Tunes characters where like Bugs and Daffy are now living the suburban life. They have a house. Oh, okay. And Bugs is like apparently like some big money millionaire because he invented the carrot peeler. <laughs> so, yeah, so he gets like uh, royalty checks every month. So that's just enough for him to live off of. Okay. Davy just mooches off of him. And they get into all types of shenanigans. In, it sounds in like series. a really interesting play on these characters. I it like really that. is. It's kind of like a slice of life. Okay. Kind of cartoon, but it's, it's just great. 
I, like, right. I like it a lot. I think it's one of the best forms of the Tunes ever. And also, I really like... At first, I'll admit, I did not like their version of Lola Bunny. But as the show went on, I'm just like, she's hilarious. She makes the show. Okay. Yeah, she's always by Chris Wig as well. Oh, nice. Yeah, she can do no wrong. Yeah. She's fantastic. Yeah, it's it's just an all-around great show. I was really sad that they ended it pretty early. I'm just like, you guys could have gone on forever with this. It's like, it's great. How long is it? I think like three seasons. That's pretty good. I feel like with the sh- with like characters like Looney Tunes characters, you you need like constant turnover because I guess, but like I guess this was just so like refreshing and new. It was just like they could have gone on forever because it's just like every day is just something different. Yeah. Or who knows what the hell Daffy's gonna get into? Well, you also don't want to run it into the ground and make people sick of it. I don't think I've ever gotten sick of it. It was just too good. It was enjoyable. Right. I would say definitely check it out. So I, I, it's a really interesting take on those characters. I'm interested. Yeah, I'll look check up, it out. Look up the song uh, "Grilled Cheese" by uh, Elmer Fudd. Grilled cheese. <laughs> You'll never look at grilled cheese the same again. All right. Oh, man. That's got like SpongeBob striped sweater vibes. <laughs> the best Maybe. time to eat a grilled cheese That's is a, all the time. Yeah, because like I guess in between like their two segments or like I guess like commercial break, I don't know. I, I just feel like they had a very anime approach because like in anime, like they do like when they do commercial breaks, they do like a little bumper where like, oh, we'll be right back. And they have like the characters do some commercial break kind of thing. So for the Looney Tunes characters, they either do like a CGI, Roadrunner, uh, Wile E. Coyote short. Okay. Which is funny as well. Or they do like kind of like a music video kind of thing where one of the characters is singing some song. And Grilled Cheese gets the shine. And yeah, Grilled Cheese gets the shine. There's another one about U.S. presidents, which is hilarious. Interesting. Yeah. I'm not going to spoil it because everyone should definitely watch it because it's just, it's funny as hell. It's funny. HBO Max, you say? Yeah, HBO Max. I'm checking it out. Yeah, because I know there was a bit of a hullabaloo about them taking that taking the looney tunes down for a second that's all folks oh yeah uh they re- actually did they removed the looney tunes character like the characters uh shows um basically a few of their golden classics have been taken off their library um even now it's even hard to own the entire looney tunes library with some episodes not even released after they were aired and some of them just becoming lost media huh to the point where it's just like some people know the episode you're talking about, but they just can't hear it. Uh, you can find a bunch of this stuff on this website called archive.org. Okay. Like people just generously upload all this stuff just to keep track of it. That's where I watch a bunch of like uh, Toon Heads or like classic Looney Tune cartoons because some people are just like, there's no official media of it, but it's like I just happened to record it on my VHS one day, so I'm just going <clears> to <throat> upload is it, it here. Is it like just Looney Tune stuff or is it like no, that it's whole like category? No, any, anything. Anything that people want to archive, they'll just upload it onto there. This seems like an interesting illegal streaming service. It's but. actually not. Huh. Because it's, it's an organization. It's archive.org. So. Oh, we might have just cracked the code on this one then. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's really good. I like it. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, I forgot this was a topic, by the way, and I kind of jumped the gun bringing it's it up. All right. But whatever. We're going out of order today, folks. A little bit. It's a new year. New segment. <laughs> Not yeah, new segment, we're shaking it up, folks. Yeah, but I guess the update that they released, like I guess a couple of days later, because everybody was panicking and just like calling them out. Uh, they basically said that they took down the episodes for maintenance. But I was just like, how are you gonna? Yeah, that's a that's weird, weird way of or like put like a tweet out before you do hand before you do so. Like, yeah, I guess they fixed some Photoshop files, and I'm just like, how did? I mean, maybe the remastered cartoons do have some Photoshop files, but I'm just yeah. like. It just sounded like a fake excuse to me. It really did. I mean... Like, oops, sorry, did I do that? Mm, I had to clean it up real quick. I mean, as long as they bring it back, I'm all for it. But I guess what I want to ask you is, do you have any particular favorite Looney Tunes shorts? You know, I was I was trying to think of anything that, like, jumps out to me. And I, all I can really think of is, like, duck season, rabbit season. Like, classic bit. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I just have, like, images. Like, I can't remember any specific, like, episodes or shorts. But I can have specific images of like bugs and like full Valkyrie Viking gear, like singing opera. Like I don't really remember anything specifically about Looney Tunes, but like I've always grown up loving them, which is so weird. Oh yeah, I think I learned so much about opera, classical music, everything that has, from Looney, from Looney Tunes. Tunes. Yeah, from that's Looney so Tunes. weird how it influenced us, and I can't even like remember a specific vivid like actual episode or moment from that. Yeah, like the episode you're talking about where he's like in full Viking yeah, garb. Yeah. Uh, that was a crazy episode. I, I remember one, two, where he uh, dressed up. It was very scary. He, <laughs> he dressed up in like a red dress for some reason, and I don't know how we got there. <laughs> like, I don't know how we got to that point where we have bugs and drag, but I remember it so vividly, just the image. 
Yeah, there's there's plenty of them. Uh, some of my favorites actually is one called uh, Rhapsody Rabbit, where he's like playing a piano concert. It's like Franz yes. Liszt, Hungarian Rhapsody. See, I the only reason that. I know all this is just from watching that cartoon so many different times that I know the song. See, that's the thing. Like, I don't. Like, it definitely influenced me, but like in ways I can't tell. So, so that's one of my favorites. I absolutely loved it. There was actually some controversy because they were trying to see who animated first between Warner Bros. and Looney Tunes with Bugs Bunny and MGM with Tom and Jerry because they also did the exact same song and the exact same like gimmick. Oh, really? Yeah. So they were kind of both of them were just trying to sue the other one for like copying. Oh, that's so funny. So, yeah, it. I don't know who won in the end. I think in the very end, maybe Tom and Jerry was first. But Tom and Jerry feels older. It it is and it isn't. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, it it, it, it that's not a response. Well, because like I said, back then it's just very because a lot of like animators sometimes who worked at Warner Bros. were get so fed up with like how their bosses were treating them, they would just leave and then they would go work at their competitor and then they would take all their stuff that they were working on. Oh, that's so funny. So there's not exact dates of when like some stuff happened, but. I think Bugs Bunny might be older than Tom and Jerry. I, f- I, will, I will have to look into that. I will have the answer for you guys next week. That will be our homework for the week that I will yeah. leave entirely up to Kev because I am not going to remember this. <laughs> no, you got to do this. <laughs> and by the time we're finished drinking these drinks, I'm not going to remember. Uh, but yeah, that's one of my favorites. Another one of my favorites is called Rabbit of Seville. Um, it has that like, for me, it's, I die of laughter every time I see it. It's like He's like massaging Elmer Fudd's head and then like little flowers grow out of it, but he thinks it's hair. Is that when he's like, Giving him a haircut like he's a barber. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah. I remember this one pretty yeah, vividly. That too. one is one of my favorite episodes ever. Like I had, like I absolutely love it. I remember him like on all fours on top of Fudge's yeah. head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I remember that. It's just, it's. I don't know. It just makes me laugh every time. I, I remember see being it. a kid and being like, my barber doesn't do that to me. <laughs> As super old Italian man named Tony cut my hair for the longest time. It was great. It's just crazy, like how old these cartoon shorts are, but they're still just fucking hilarious. Dude, I mean, even in, like, today's media, like, Big Chungus made a comeback, and nobody even knows why. Yeah, he got trademarked now by uh, Warner Bros. He got what? Trademarked by Warner Brothers. Of course Warner Brothers killed Big Chungus. (laughs) You sons of guns. They didn't really kill him. He made an appearance in that uh, Space Jam legacy. (laughs) I I don't think I'm ever going to get around to watching Space Jam 2. I watched it just because I wanted to see, and, yeah, it's not that great. Exactly. I have you. You're, like, my scout for the party. You go out and watch it and tell me what's good and what's bad. And I just <laughs> live by your creed. Like, I just accept your word as law at this point because you've yet to steer me wrong. Yeah, I think the better movie is uh, Looney Tunes Back in Action. Back in Action. All right. Classic. Wait, yeah. that's not the one with... It's the one with Brendan Fraser. Boom, I'm watching it. Yeah. That's on the list now. Yeah, Brendan Fraser, Tony Dalton, and... Did we talk about Brendan Fraser on here recently? No, we haven't, but I feel like we need to do an episode soon. Oh, do you want to do a Brendan Fraser retrospective episode? Oh, I'll be down to do it. Oh my God, yes. All right, after our next one, we're just going to watch all the Brendan Fraser media we can find, and we are getting to it. I like this idea, folks. Nice. Give us themes. Give us challenges. <laughs> if you have an episode you want to hear, we will just dive into a topic for an, epi- for an episode. Yeah. I like this. So uh, you can still watch the Looney Tunes shorts available on HBO Max. Uh, you could also check out some other ones on archive.org. Mm-hmm. It's a great site. You'll pretty much find it. Shout out to archive.org. You guys are doing the Lord's work over there. One time I wanted to watch the Digimon movie and I, (laughs) lo and behold, that's where it was. Boom. We were just talking about Digimon. Yeah. Perfect. So I guess, but to move on to another topic here is. But it's 2023 and it's the year Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Is it Tears or Tears of the Kingdom? I think Tears, but I could see it being Tears. You know what I mean? I think it might be Tears because I know they didn't air the Nintendo Direct in the UK because of the Queen's death. And Tears of the Kingdom, they didn't want to like us. Ah, well, you could also say the kingdom was being torn apart. So, you know, at that time. Who knows? I guess I'll just have to wait for them to say it on a Direct. I watched nobody say it. (laughs) (laughs) We're only going to see like... Like the Japanese translation, and we're just going to read the words across the screen. And we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm sure they'll dub it at some point. Uh, personally, I'm excited for it, and I think it's a this is a rare instance of a direct sequel in the Legend of Zelda series. Um, I don't know. I think the only other time that I can count of a direct sequel was Majora's Mask. And even then, that was like... 
Yeah, I wouldn't really call that a direct sequel, but it like was the same build of a game. Same build of a game, and I think it just takes place a year after Ocarina of Time. Is it just a year? I think just a year. Or Damn, like, Link went through a lot of shit in that year, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, but I'm excited to learn more about the story and what is going on with Link's arm, and will Zelda be playable yeah. in this version? Because it seems like she's going to be a big part of the story and adventure this time, but could be wrong. Maybe she's just there for moral support. Yeah, or she's just going to be you know popping up in cutscenes like she was in the first one. But yeah, I'd be I'd be curious to see like what their story is going. I I never finished playing it. I'm this is one of my New Year's resolutions is finish things that I start. Cheesy man. I but uh, yeah no I gotta get I gotta get back into that one. Uh, after the Smash tournament, I will dedicate my life to other video games. <laughs> but for now, it's the only game I'm allowed to play legally. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, I just I don't know. It's like. It's been like a few trailers here there, but it's like not much has been re- really revealed. I'll, all I know is that Ganon is apparently revived, if that's who that mummified corpse is. <laughs> and If not, who could it be? Yeah, who could it be? And something's going on with Link's arm that apparently lets him rewind time, I think. Or so like, we're getting Prince of Persia? Maybe. Yo? Why did they make that movie with Jake Gyllenhaal? <laughs> I'll never know. I bet they want to rewind uh, time on that one. Probably. He had some gray hair in that movie, though. Yeah. It wasn't that bad. Of, I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen that movie. Maybe I need to watch it again. That was back in the era where we had low expectations for video game movies. So I went into it with a grain of salt and I enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, it was also a Disney movie, which is shocking to me. Yeah, how did that happen? I have no clue. But back to Zelda. Back to Zelda. <laughs> Man, you can uh, tell I'm on something today, yeah. guys. Uh, not just rewind time, but it seems like he can like move through solid objects, kind of stuff like that. Um, huh. And then, I don't know, it just... I could it, see those puzzles being cool. Like, you can only move through certain material or something like that. Yeah. I could see those puzzle puzzle rooms being and pretty like, intricate the, then. Part of me also, like, just made, like, the quick connection between him and Sonic. because like, they both had something going on with their arms in their video games. And I'm just like, what the hell? Yeah. Hey, hey I guess they're onto something Maybe, nowadays. Like, this, is, this is the theme of this era of Nintendo. Yeah, that and also, like, the Master Sword's broken. And then I think we're returning back to Skyloft, which was, like, the main place in... A Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. Okay. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean... I'm, so, is this making other games canon? I mean, they're all technically they're canon, all technically but different canon, timelines. Different timelines, depending on what happens in those events. Like, Which, if you have ever tried to keep up with this timeline, God bless you, because it's confusing as fuck to me. Yeah. Uh, there's a timeline where Link fails after he travels back in time, Ocarina of Time, and that becomes the Wind Waker timeline. And then there's the one where he actually succeeds, and that leads into Twilight Princess. And so, is he just the same person being reincarnated all the time? Yeah. So there's always a Link, Zelda, and a Ganon. Yeah. In Skyward Sword, they explain and that Tinkle the Elf. <laughs> Skyward Sword, it's explained that the entity known as Ganon, uh, I guess, cursed them all to be reincarnated every few years. Ganon, you bitch. <laughs> yeah, like, he wanted to rule the world, but I guess there's a curse now, so, like, anytime Ganon rises, there will be a hero to take him down, basically. So he, like, cursed himself by yeah. doing this. Yeah. What a dummy. If I remember the game correctly. Get your curses right, Ganon. <laughs> Wait, which one is that explained in? Uh, in Skyward Sword. Skyward Sword is, uh, like, the first one, because, like, that shows you how the Master Sword was forged. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting, then. So everything's out of, out of order in Timeline. Yeah, it, like it, then it splinters after that, depending like different events of the game. It's like does Link fail? Does Link succeed? And then it, that that branches off into like different games, and then. So where's Ocarina of Ti- Ocarina of Time? Ocarina of Time is like the, what's what's it called? Like that point in time where like, from here everything is like not the vantage point, but like there's I know there's a name for it in time travel. In time, like the singularity point. Yeah, I think that's yeah the singularity point. Like from there, everything diverts from that path. But Skyward Sword is before that. Yeah. Okay, so that's like the first point in time, and then every decision made in that is what branches it off. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. Man, Legend of Zelda is crazy. It's really ridiculous. Uh, but like I said, I'm excited to learn more about the story and what's going on. Um, but I feel like. Breath of the Wild has some, some of the most lore and backstory ever explored, uh, but I could be wrong. But between Breath of the Wild, DLC, and the Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, I don't think any other Zelda timeline has ever had this much attention or like backstory or anything given to it. Because like this is very extensive. No, it almost feels like they're like relaunching the franchise with Breath of the Wild and almost maybe even like 
kind of closing down the alternate timelines and stuff like that and really just focusing on this one. Maybe. Like I could, I could see that being their future direction. It could be because in Breath of the Wild, they have like different hints for like different timelines. Because you have the Lon Lon Ranch, but then you have stuff from Wind Waker, and yeah. then you have stuff from Majora's Mask. So it's just like where maybe it does have a place in time in the timeline. I just haven't checked the. Uh, they have like an encyclopedia book that re- they released. So this feels like the flashpoint of Zelda. Like this is where like everything is kind of coming together, or no, no uh, Crisis, Crisis on Infinite Earths. This is where everything kind of comes together, and like this is the new normal going forward. It could be. I mean, I like I said, I will have to do more of a deep dive for this. It's been a while since I did a deep dive on Legend of Zelda series, but who knows? I think it, this calls for it. Prepare, prepare myself for the release, which comes out on May 12th. Oh, that's sooner than I thought. Yeah. But also, uh, what are some of your favorite Legend of Zelda games or moments? Like, some of my favorite games are Ocarina of Time, and that's actually probably the first Zelda game I truly played. I mean, I did. Yeah. we did have a version of it for, like, the NES, but I never really, like gave it much i was more into like super mario back then and all that other stuff i um the first one i ever played was the one on nes because uh we have these family friends uh that we they had a cottage in michigan and so in the summer our families would all go up there together and they had um uh, nes or snes i forget which one it was and we would play super mario a whole lot Eventually, we'd get bored of it and stuff like that because my friend's uncle would just come in here and wash the floor with us which was <laughs> kind of awesome um and so on occasion we would play something else and that Zelda, Legend of Zelda was one of the other games we would play. So that was the first one I ever played. But like even then when I was like 10 years old, that felt old to me, which is like I have more respect for it now. But like when I was a kid, I was like, I only want new. It's like if you see black and white movie when you're young, you think yeah. it's terrible. <laughs> when in reality, like Citizen Kane is the best thing ever made, apparently. Is but um, yeah, I don't actually know. I've never seen the damn thing. I got that kind of time. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> the first game that really like stuck out to me was ocarina of time because that was the first nintendo system i ever had the n64 um and i would go to my buddy's houses and they would play and i would never play i was always kind of a backseat gamer which is like why i like the idea of twitch and everything like that because like i can watch (laughs) people play games and not actually play the games and i feel like i'm part of the community of the game but um so i would watch them play and everything like that and then one year i got bold and i asked for majora's mask uh for christmas uh, and so that was the first Legend of Zelda game I actually played my own all the way through, beat and everything like that. And I loved that game. But then I never had a Wii, never had a Wii U, um, never had a GameCube. So then the next Zelda game after that was Breath of the Wild on Switch because that was oh, the next wow, Nintendo that's a big system. Game. Yeah, exactly. Like I missed a big chunk of like Nintendo fanboyship when I was like going through high school and trying to like talk to girls and failing miserably, as you can imagine. I got that kind of riz, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Majora's Mask and Breath of the Wild are honestly the two most impactful Zelda games I've ever played. Yeah, Ocarina of Time for me, uh, Majora's Mask, uh, which it didn't actually finish until the 3DS version came out. Yeah, that's what I love about the re-releases is it gave you another, you know, breath of life for these old games. Yeah, uh, but also scared the crap out of me because like seeing Link transform into <laughs> it's Link. a creepy game, dude. <laughs> yeah, it it's is. a creepy ass game. It really is. I that, that moon gives me nightmares, and you have three days to complete this mission. And you have to constantly backtrack. It's such a cool concept. It really is. Like you have to travel back, and then you have to travel forward. It's just like all just all just to prevent the moon from crashing. Yeah, this game is brilliant, dude. It was really brilliant. And then another one that I really did not like at first, but then became a really big fan of it was Wind Waker. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like Wind Waker is kind of a divisive one. Like, people respect it, but I feel like the graphics throw a lot of people off. I think, yeah, it threw everybody off because I think during a GameCube demo, they demonstrated, like, a more Ocarina uh, of Time artwork. And they had, like, Ganon and Link, like, fighting each other with their swords. Oh. And maybe you've seen the promo. It's, like, Link, like, throws his shield aside and he's, like, two hands swinging the Master Sword, like, coming at Ganondorf. I don't know that I ever did. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll show it after you afterwards, but it's, it's a pretty cool promo, and, like, everyone's excited. It's like, oh, this is what the GameCube can do, and, like, this is what we're going to expect in the Oh, it's just Zelda. a spec demo, and people thought yeah. it was the real game. Yeah. Got and you. Then, I do remember hearing this story. And then they reveal uh, Wind Waker, and I was just like, what the hell is going so on? it's so fucking cute yeah. that it's, like, disgusting. Yeah, and, like, I think at first that's why I didn't like it. I'm just like, this is so cartoony, but then I got to play, and I'm just like, holy fuck, this game is really yeah. fun. I mean, granted, the sailing in the in the original release just dragged out everything. Uh, yeah. 
So, but when vehicle they, mechanics tend to suck at yeah, games. Yeah, but when they re-release it again for the Wii U, they added like a new sale, which like doubles your speed. So, it's, oh. it's, so it made everything a lot better and more enjoyable. So, as yeah, that's what I like about the release is not only does it give you like an opportunity to play a game you missed out on, but also they can improve upon it and make it better. Yeah, and obviously Breath of the Wild definitely like took the cake for me, like one of the best Zelda series. So much like I felt like. I don't know. It's just like it's like Dark Souls, Zelda, and like Skyrim all in one. Because like you have to be smart with all your weapons. Oh my god! Yeah, the minute I found out my weapon can shatter, I was like, "Fuck! How do I get the Master Sword right now?" Because I need to. <laughs> I need a weapon to stay alive. But even that had its own mechanic, where like it would, after a while, you'd have to cool it down and you have to use something else too. Yeah, like that game is just it's fucking brilliant, man. It's a great game. Everything you can do, it's so fun and expansive. Yeah, it's great, and I'm very excited for this, for Breath of the Wild two or Tears of the Kingdom. I forgot. I don't know why I keep calling it Breath of the Wild two. Cause that's what it is, man. Let's be. I honest. mean, yeah, that's what it is. But still, very excited. Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. I want to know what's going on. It's like is Link infected by Ganon? Who, who knows? Yeah, like are we are we right after the events of the first one, or like is it gonna be a bit of a time skip? You can never tell with these fucking games because of all the time travel involved, but. Who knows? But I think if Zelda is playable in this game, I think that would be a great concept and something refreshing for the series, that's for sure. Yeah, just to add a different set of mechanics. I mean, we're so used to Link by now. Yeah, I mean, the only other time I think Zelda was, like, playable was in Phantom Hourglass, and that's, like, when her spirit wouldn't inhabit, like, the suit of armor that she uses in Smash Bros. Okay. So. Interesting. Man, Zelda's crazy, man. I I feel like I should get more into it than I actually am because, like, I do have so much respect for this franchise, but... You know, that's a lot of games to go through and play. It is, but it's definitely worth it. Yeah. I guess to keep it up with the video game themes here is what are some things you expect in 2023 from Nintendo or Sony? The only reason I'm mentioning those two is because those are the two platforms that I play the most on. We know Nintendo has Legend of Zelda and another Fire Emblem game coming out to release this year, as well as they're releasing uh, Kirby Return to Dreamland Deluxe version coming out next month. Um. Yeah, I... I'm really excited for uh, Tears of the Kingdom now. Like, I wasn't until I just started talking to you about it right now, and I realized (laughs) how fucking hype I am for that game, actually. Yeah, I feel like I get people very infected with my passion. You really do. You son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But the other one is actually, uh, I am really excited about that Fire Emblem game, because I was never a Fire Emblem guy. I never played one. I didn't care. And then uh, Three Houses came out, and I played it, and I was like, this game's fucking rad. Like, and it's not even the best Fire Emblem game, like, by a long shot from what I've been told by a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so I'm really excited for Fire Emblem. I like strategy, uh, turn-based games and stuff like that. Um, and they always have really cool stories. Their cutscenes are awesome. So I'm really excited for that. Um, I, I see you have Metroid 4 written down here. Yeah, uh, Metroid Prime 4. New. Let's see if that ever fucking happens. Yeah, like it's been ages since we got since we got the reveal, and nothing else has since been released. I mean, I hope it's not canceled, but this got announced at the same time as Bayonetta 3, and I believe that was back in 2017. And in 2019, the game was restarted, actually. Hmm. And now it's being developed by the original studios, uh, Retro Studios. Okay. And, well, also, like, Will the GameCube trilogy be ported over to Switch? I feel like that would be yeah. Because I mean, first because first they had the whole like NES and SNES library, and then a couple years ago they introduced the N sixty four library. Yeah, and it's like, are they gonna go to GameCube or are they just gonna kind of leave? I feel like the GameCube games always get left in the dust, which sucks because that's the console I wish I had the most growing up. Because, like, it's got the most classic games and everything like that. I'm a big Smash Bros. guy, and, like, Melee still has a thriving community 20 years later. Like, I missed a lot of GameCube stuff, and I would like a chance to explore that. But I, remember those I wouldn't be surprised days. if we never get it, man. I mean, I feel like they have to. I feel like that was, like, Nintendo, I guess, was, like, on top of the world. Because they had back-to-back libraries of fantastic games. Like, 64, for me, has one of the best libraries. Dude, 64 ever. is goaded. 64 is amazing. Yeah, and then GameCube was just like, you know what? Nintendo was just like, I got another one in me. I feel like there was less games on the GameCube, but every single game was better because of it. I don't know. I feel like I had a lot of GameCube games. Yeah? Yeah, I had a lot. And then you got to Wii, and you just got Wii shovelware all over the place. That like that library is garbage. Because, too bad. Because was... anyone could make a game at that point. There was an aquarium simulator, Kev. Don't tell me all their <laughs> games were good. Not all their games, but all the ones that I had were very fun. Well, yeah, if you have a billion options, you can pick out sh- like 
one diamond from the shithole that it is. I guess, but like, I'm wondering if we're going to get a Nintendo Direct this month or if we're even going to get more news for a Metroid Prime 4 because it's like, it's like I said, it's been ages. I get it. Uh, the game has been restarted and that is a long development cycle, but I mean, it's now been four years because now we're in 2023. So it's just like, give us, give us something, like, uh, give us an update just, or just like a sentence to be like, we, we're still working on it. It's not canceled. <laughs> it exists, folks. No, I heard, um, I saw something today and I don't know how much I, you know, stock I want to put in this, but they said that, uh, after, uh, Tears of the Kingdom, they're probably going to stop focusing on new games and start focusing on the next Nintendo console. So like, like anything that's currently in development could end up as like a dual release on like, you know, the switch and whatever the new switch is. Um, that's interesting because I feel like the Switch still has a lot of lifespan left unless they do like a Switch Pro or something because they just, they just released the OLED model last year. So Yeah, and I, I also saw an article that there was um, planned to be like a, mid, a mid-level a mid Switch. You know how you get like the PlayStation then you get like the PlayStation Slim or something like that yeah, or like the PlayStation right. Pro. Like they were planning on something like, like the Slim version for like um, the Switch. Interesting. I mean, but, that, they, that, but then they wound up like getting the light. OLED instead. Well, I feel like we do have three tiers. Yeah, you got like you got like the light and then the OLED, but they were planning on something with like a bit of a performance boost, and they wound up just never really doing it because they decided, no, we're just going to go in on... Because how long has it been out? Since 2017, so... So five years. Yeah. What's the shelf life between the Wii U to the Switch? Can't recall, actually. Right? Like, I, I think they're about at like the turnover line they're about at but i feel like with the switch they have a big hit on their hands because like from the 3ds to whatever it was just like 3ds 2012 so 2012 to 2017 that's five years five years so maybe yeah maybe but the wii u didn't sell well you're right it did not and the switch is selling like fucking hotcakes man even still like the pandemic woo! yeah you couldn't find a switch anywhere oh my god that shit was crazy but yeah. yeah, so like I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised, but I also don't think they should. What about when was the Wii? The Wii I think was two thousand and six. Yeah. So they went from two thousand six to twenty twelve. So six years. Yeah, I didn't get mine until two thousand seven because that's how and, sold out it was. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. The Wii sold probably after the Switch, the best selling console Nintendo's ever put out. So we're in that five to six year mark. It's true, but it, I don't know. I feel like they so s- I wouldn't be surprised if they if, if whatever they're working on, like depending on how far along they are, like with Metroid and like I know Bayonetta made it under the cut and Pikmin's coming out soon, but like the new Mario game, like the follow up to Odyssey, like if they're not like pretty much almost releasable, we might have to wait till the next console comes out to see them. I don't know. I feel like uh, just to skip ahead here on the topic lines uh with the mario game i feel like they have to they might announce something this year because you have the mario movie coming out uh you have yeah super we got N- we got mario fever yeah. we need more more you have mario. the super nintendo world opening up this year in america <clears throat> in february oh my god that's right where yeah. is that uh in hollywood studios they're opening up the one in hollywood first and then that's I gonna be fun i think maybe next year or maybe later this year they'll open up the one in florida okay but like i said yeah we got the mario movie super mario world opening up I feel like they have to announce a Mario game sometime just to keep the hype going. Because, like, why wouldn't you? Okay, so when does Mario World open? Mario World opens in February, next month. And the Mario movie is May? Uh, April. April. So that's two months difference. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm not saying it has so to then come by... out this year. But maybe oh, wait, that it. would be a perfect timeline then. Because if they release something by June, that's right when summer break starts. Yeah, so kids it, aren't going to be in school, so a summer release game would be perfect. It would be a summer oh. release, oh, but it could also be the big holiday release as well. What I, better way to bundle up a new Mario game than with a Switch? Or maybe they'll announce the next Switch for the holiday. What better way to bundle that up together with a Mario game? I am coming around to your way of thinking. I think that's... I think that's... We might get a Mario thing on the horizon. I feel like we have to. It's like why it's been years. It's been like I said. It's, it's been five years since Mario Odyssey, and like you're gonna it wait. Was, did Odyssey release with the Switch? Yeah. Holy shit! I didn't realize that game was that old. Yeah, not launch day, but same year. Okay. Legend of Zelda was a launch day title. Which right, was, like, I remember that. 
And okay. I, I held off buying my Switch until I got until I got my Smash release. Because that's the only reason I wanted a Switch. <laughs> honestly. But I love my Switch. I'm so glad I got it now. But um crap, I said but um again. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> you said like four times I didn't want to say anything. Dude, I I just zone out and like I have to like get myself it's the ADHD man. I gotta get myself back into the conversation somehow. So I just start saying words and then my thought follows. All right, I'll keep you on track, but uh, Pikmin 4 is still slated to be released this year. Never uh, played a Pikmin game. I played Pikmin 1, never completed it, but I only played it because the kid my mom used to babysat had it. Nice. So that's I, Yeah, I don't know. Like A lot of people I follow and stuff like that love it, and I hear nothing but good things about it, but I've never played it. Like It doesn't seem like an interesting game to me. Yeah, I mean, it's supposed to come out this year. There's, I'm, I don't know, people are worried it might be delayed or anything, but I don't know. It, I think it still might come out this year because they're saying it's ready to go, but we haven't seen any announcement. Like, they might be wait, like, holding off on any news because, like I said, Nintendo does their own directs now. Yeah. So maybe they'll do one in January. Oh, going back to Mario, we didn't even think about Mario Day. Yeah, Mario Day is coming up in March. So we're gonna have February, March, and April Mario stuff happening. I mean, even now at McDonald's, they're selling the Mario Happy, to- Happy Toys, Happy Meal Toys. Wait, what are the Happy Meal Toys? It's like different Mario figures. I want a Mario figure. Okay, then go to McDonald's and get a Happy Meal. Can I get Happy Meals, man? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go get Happy Meals. <laughs> uh, I feel like a kid again. I mean, I mean, I would like to see an Odyssey 2 or maybe something else. Different. I wouldn't be surprised because like Super Mario Galaxy, great game. I was going to say the only Mario game to get like a direct sequel since like original Super Mario Brothers and Super Mario 2 and 3, uh, was Galaxy. Yeah, and, he, and then Galaxy 2 just took that a step further and, like, blew it all the way. Yeah, like, I to see what they could do with a new Odyssey would be amazing. And also, like, yeah, because that mechanic of Cappy. Yeah, that was such a great mechanic. So, so cool. fun, right? Like, so cool. you can be a T-Rex. I mean, just That's a T-Rex. outrageous. For me, it was just, like, the different combos you could do with Cappy. Like, you throw it up, you jump, like, get a triple jump. And, like, oh, like, yeah, like, speedrunning tech with Cappy is outrageous. I love it. It's so cool to watch. So, yeah, I could definitely see... Because every time... Because, like, with Galaxy, you go, what more can they do with this? And then they showed you what more you could do with it. Yeah. Like, if they have that in them again for Odyssey... Like stuff they didn't make it into the first game that they were thinking about putting it in. Uh, now it makes it into the second game. Like that would be awesome. But also, like, don't you want to kind of see what the next idea is? I'm excited. I feel like they can. I don't know. I just want another Mario game like that again. True. Because like we've had our filler with like Bowser's Fury and like whatever else we've yeah, had. I mean, and that game was really fun too. But it's just like it's it's been done. You yeah, know, that, like, that's the thing is, like, you can only reinvent the wheel so many times. And, like, they keep shocking and surprising us. But, like, do you ever think about, like, there's going to be an end to that? I don't think so. I mean, I feel like the whole Mario sandbox thing is limitless. At least I, I feel, feel like good. at some point they got to break away from what they're doing. They probably will. And then, I don't know, maybe they'll go back to, like, regular platforming and it'll be just as fun as it was with the original mario true it's like a return to your roots and everything like that but yeah i I think about that sometimes like these characters that have evolved for decades like eventually they can't do anything else you'd be surprised i mean that's what people thought with legend of zelda and then bam breath of the wild came yeah that's true yeah as long as long as (laughs) we're gonna get a mario first person shooter or something like that (laughs) wait I'm sure someone... That sounds raw, actually, now I, that I'm thinking about it. Not for me. I feel like, no, nah, that's not... For me, Mario's a platformer. That's what You have your different it. weapons as power-ups, and, like, those are, like, your guns that you can swap out? I don't know. Not for me. I want a Yahoo on the battlefield, man. <laughs> my God. If that any, sounds dope. If anything, maybe you'll see a Mario Fortnite crossover, but I also don't think that'll happen. <laughs> I don't think Nintendo will ever let that happen. Nintendo's yeah. notoriously stingy with their IP. Maybe they'll do like a Shadow of the Hedgehog crossover, then let Shadow hold the gun again. Uh, peaks, peak, peak entertainment right there. <laughs> Shadow with a gun. But Who I, let that happen? No clue. For fuck's sake, man. I think they invented Shadow just so they could have a hedgehog hold the gun. <laughs> Was Sonic with a gun that requested that they I, were like, I guess so. Give him the emo Sonic. Give him a gun. I Let's mean, see come what on. Happens. The Sonic creator was over here inside trading. He's got that edge on him. Hey, good point. Good point. But uh, like when you said Return to Ruse, another thing that reminded me of was just like a new Donkey Kong game, maybe. Because nothing new has come out since Tropical Freeze. and But since Retro is now working on Metroid Prime 4, 
I don't know who is making a Donkey Kong game at this point. Yeah, because maybe it's the same someone studio. is. They can't like, really. Maybe someone is. I would really like one because Tropical Freeze was really fun. Yeah, I don't know if you played it. I, I didn't, but like, I mean, just you know, your basic side scroller and everything like that. I could see. I mean, just just some of the level designs and just looking how it like. I guess art direction was just no. I just I I yeah. had a blast playing. Again, that's the thing. Is like you can only do so much. Like like DK sixty four, that game was phenomenal, man. I loved that game so much. You had to have the special expansion pack on your N sixty four to play yeah. it. Like I remember that everything, but like outside of that, that oh my god, that has a first person shooter mode. Yeah. <laughs> So that, I'm telling you, it's a matter of time until Mario gets one, man. I don't think Mario's ever going to get one. Dude, Mario's got an XCOM-style strategy game. He's going to get everything at some point, dude. And I think that's enough. I mean, that game is really fun, too, though. So, But, like, what else can you do with DK? I don't know. You could do another 64-style video game. I would love to see that. Modern, updated you graphics. Do that. I don't know. Give me a Diddy Kong Racing 2. <laughs> yeah. I feel like now that Diddy's in Mario Kart, though, that's never going to happen. I don't know. But they... Because I know it's for Diddy Kong Racing 2, there was that one. It's canceled now, but it was called, like, it was something with Jungle something in the title. Because, like, they were going to be racing, but with the animals from, like, the Donkey Kong video games. I remember that. Yeah. Like, you can ride the rhino and everything like yeah, that. Yeah. Stuff like that. So, that, that would be pretty exciting. Um, another title I would like to see is a Mario sports game. Give me another Mario baseball. Yeah, because, I mean, Super Strikers came out. And it was good. It's fun. It's a fun game, but it was just... I feel like that's all they've done with, like, like because they put out Mario Golf. They put out Mario Party All-Stars. Um, yeah, they have golf. They have tennis. Now they have soccer. But And all of them are just like, uh, hey, remember this old game? Yeah. And they don't give you enough of it. They really don't. I mean, just the... I feel like Strikers could have been something more. It's. I'm. That's I mean, what I'm saying. It's a fun game. I enjoy myself playing it, but it's just like... I want something more in depth. Like something about the original one just made it so. Fun. I feel like they're really half-assing all of these games, like all Maybe. of the Mario sports games. Like, because for me, Mario Sluggers on the Wii is one of the best baseball games I've ever played. Yeah, that game's fun as hell, man. Yeah, like I feel like now with the Switch and the HD Rumble and all that, you can do it and improve on that mechanic. Yeah, like do like motion controls, the Rumble for like you know timing the perfect pitch tempo or something like that. Like, there's a lot you could do. And then add in, like, you know, a league mode or something like that. Yeah, like, it'll be pretty fun. I really hope you're listening, Nintendo. You're probably not, but come on. <laughs> they got they got eyes and ears everywhere, man. If we see this in a couple of years, we know we had a hand in it. If I could work at Disney or Nintendo, that'd be a dream job. Oh, for sure. That's why I got to practice my programming more. <laughs> yeah, dude. Get off your ass. Yeah, for real. Uh, but like you mentioned earlier, Donkey Kong 64, that's actually coming to their online library this year, actually. Again, the re-releases are keeping old games alive. I love that. Yeah, and like we were talking about earlier, hopefully we see some GameCube ports coming down the line. I'd love that because I've honestly never played a Metroid Prime game. And in preparation for Metroid Prime 4, wait, actually, that might be a good time for them to do that then. Exactly. That's why I said it earlier. Like, why wouldn't they port, port over the Metroid Prime trilogy from GameCube? Because when did they announce the N64 online store? Uh, Last year. I think they announced, well, not they announced it, but like, it was released last year. And they've been building up the library ever since. Like, Oh, I they think. could definitely do it this year then prior to Metroid Prime 4. Does Metroid, I mean, does Metroid have a release date? No, that's what I'm saying. There's been that's very one of those little, ones in limbo. Okay, gotcha, gotcha Very gotcha. little news about that. That could be a great holiday thing then. I could see it coming. That would be exciting. I would fucking so be down for that because then i could play all of like the um the gamecube fire emblem games that i want to play like radiant dawn and everything like that yeah, that's the only other that, i think that's the only fire emblem game i ever played but not and that was briefly hmm well because you know i love playing roy and smash so yeah. like i want i want to play roy's <laughs> game you know yeah but i also like you mentioned about the maybe a, a switch pro or a switch 2 model coming but i also think that i just remembered is like maybe nintendo will switch it up and do what they do best <laughs> hey switch it up i'll see you buddy uh, and do what they do best and bring something out of left field and like so introduce something like remember like Nintendo Labo or the Ring Fit. <laughs> Labo is a cute idea and Ring Fit was just like, hey, remember the Wii Balance Board? Now stick it between your legs. Yeah, but a lot of people still use the Ring I guess people say the I'm Ring told Fit. it's a great exercise, yeah. you know, for people who like aren't going to go lift weights or anything like that. Yeah. yeah. Like it's a great like low barrier of entry like exercise just to burn a few calories and so, feel a little healthier. 
maybe we'll see something like that because I know when they introduced Mario Kart Home, that was also like something people were excited about. Yeah, that was a thing, wasn't it? I still want to buy that. I've never really seen anyone like like posting or talking about it. I saw like one YouTube video. You know what? We should hold races for the podcast and yeah. I'd be down for that. Let's see how the Smash tournament goes first (laughs) and then we will figure out the rest from there. I don't know. Like we got a treadmill at our place and I kind of want to put like the Mario Kart toys that I have in like run races. It's not a bad idea, you son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds fun. Count me in. Uh, but last year is on the Sony end. I know we have been talking a lot about Nintendo, but there's also not a lot of stuff that I'm looking forward to from Sony. I don't uh, even know what Sony has in the tank anymore. Yeah, like Sony end, I'm just looking forward to Spider-Man 2, which is supposed to come out this year. I don't know when exactly when. And Kingdom Hearts 4, but there's also Final Fantasy 16, but that's a PS5 exclusive. And for me, the time to make the switch from PS4 to PS5 is coming closer and closer it's at the point where, like, again, PS5's been out for a little while. Yeah. I can hold out till PS6. I don't know. The thing is, like, I don't know if they'll, like... Because they'll be backwards compatible at least a little bit. Maybe, but it, also, like, how many people actually have a PS5 these days? Well, also, I mean, most games on PS5 I can eventually play on my PC. So, like, yeah. I'm not too worried about that. But, like, I could I could hold out for PS6. I'm not, I'm not worried about that. I mean, we'll see if they even, like, I don't know, the PS4 lasted 10 years. No way. Or maybe not 10 years. Maybe like a little bit longer than usual, though. It had a pretty long uh, window, I want to say. But yeah, in the Sony, and I'm just, there's not much that I'm really expecting Like besides... PS4 came out in 2013, and the PS5 came out in what, like 2020? Yeah. Seven years. Yeah. Seven years, give or take. Okay, so it seems like the, the generation cycle for every console is about f- between five to seven. Yeah, but it might be even increasing even more because I feel like now for PS6, they're going to wait for more technology to be developed before they can. But I feel like every year that passes is we get closer and closer to new technology faster. Maybe. I mean, who knows? Well, I mean, that and like Metaverse is trying to fuck everything up by making everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's not exactly. I mean, I'll probably still get a PS5 because I want to play Kingdom Hearts 4 and Spider-Man 2. Yeah, I would literally buy anything to play Kingdom Hearts 4. Man, that's all I'm really looking for from Sony. They they really have nothing else for me. I got nothing, man. Nothing Final else. Fantasy is like the only thing that like they were really consistently putting out that I'm interested in. And I haven't even played a Final Fantasy game since Final Fantasy 13. That was the one with lightning. That one yeah. sucked. Why don't you play the Final Fantasy 7 remake? Uh, I'll get to it. I think maybe, possibly. I don't know. I know on Switch they have the ports over from 7, uh, 8, and 9. I would like to play 8 and 9 as well. I think I'm gonna buy those. So I mean, nothing compares to Final Fantasy X, though. Blitzball for <laughs> life. Uh, you and your Blitzball. Over I there. love Blitzball. Fuck you. Greatest thing in the world. Man, big things to expect video game wise here in uh, 2023. Hopefully, we get some real surprises that come out later this year. Um, still trying to figure out what would be Nintendo's big holiday release. I mean, maybe a Mario game, maybe Metro Prime Four, but we'll see what happens. I'm excited to see. We got options, man. They can do some stuff. They'll surprise us. We definitely got options, but... uh... Speaking of options... I had no segue there. I'm sorry. I thought it was going to come to me in the moment. Oh, my God. It's not... See, it's not an easy thing. This is is why you are my senpai. (laughs) (laughs) The Transformers will return after these messages. But we're going drink mode, folks! Speaking of options... uh courtesy here of my goofy co-host we got goofy boots fuck you yeah so satisfying every single time i do it tell us what we got here b we got goofy boots all right so it's a hazy ipa which i realize most of what we drink on this pod is like ipas and stuff like that or different variations i went into the liquor store and i was like let's get a stout or like a kolsch or like anything that's not an ipa and then i saw the can that said goofy boots and i thought it was way too funny not to get so we're drinking goofy boots folks uh it just reminds you of goofy see it reminded me of puss in boots my puss in boots okay the movie's hot right now it is a hot movie have you seen it no but i want to oh it looks really good we should see it soon yeah a lot of people are saying it's like shrek 2 level and then it sets up a a sequel where they get back together with shrek oh yes yeah exactly yeah anyways folks uh penrose brewery uh this is called goofy boots hazy ipa it's seven percent 
uh, I don't know how I feel about this, man. Do you have an opinion on it? I, I feel like it's giving me nothing, really like, flavor-wise. Yeah, not much flavor It just tastes like any other IPA. I mean, it's a cool name, and the can's pretty cool. I just, I'm more curious as to why it's named Goofy Boots. I really want the story behind that. Like, that's why I like cans that, like, will put the story on there for you. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I could say it's a little bit sweeter than other ones, but, like, what is Goofy about this beer? <laughs> these boots ain't that goofy folks i'm yeah. just gonna say it right now but like, yeah it's, it's fine it's it, fine. honestly kind of if you if you've had like a red ale before it kind of tastes more like a red ale than it does like an ipa i can see that because yeah it doesn't taste as heavy as an ipa and like but like not in a good lighter. way yeah. like that voodoo ranger which is like super juicy so it felt yeah. lighter like this doesn't do anything for me it's fine. I can drink it. Like it's going down smooth, and I'm all right with it. But it kind of feels like give me give me some terminologies from the beer book I got you for. Oh, I haven't read it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Dur- during all the moving and packing and stuff like that, like I just have not had a chance to get to it. Uh, but there is a whole tasting note section that I'm excited to get into with these. Damn it! All right, I forgot about that. I'll focus on that for next episode. But uh, yeah, no goofy boots. Uh, Take y'all- a drink. You said but again. Fuck me! If I have my own drinking game, it's like in How I Met Your Mother. When Robin does but um a whole yeah. lot. Holy shit, did she infect me with that? Oh, guys, I'm Robin Trubotsky. <laughs> Unfortunate. I'm slightly less pretty than her, though. I don't know. I guess I would say it tastes flowery. Yeah. Flowery is good. It's got citra hops, which are usually my favorite, and mosaic hops, which I also love. But then it's got azaka hops, and I have no idea what, what that is. I just... Bro, the the hop world is crazy. What I have is, no idea. What is the difference? It's more insane than strains of weed. Like citra is obvious. Citrusy. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. What, Everything else is whack as what fuck. What the hell's mosaic hops? I don't know, but I like them, but not right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's a decent beer. Hey, it's local. It's made in Geneva, Illinois. Mm. It's fine. It's fine. It's not you know, it's nothing special. I mean we're gonna have some misses here, so that's true, but that's the joy of it, man. Yeah, exactly I want to ex- I want to experience new things all the time. That's part of my New Year's resolution. Yeah, because margarita was decent last week. Fuck yeah, those margaritas go hard. That was good. And then the week before that, we had the tall. What was it? Something tall. Oh, we had long drink. There we go, long drink. Finish long drink. Finish long drink. That was that really was good. good. So I I cracked one open the other day when I was like packing and stuff like that. And I liked it so much more than the day we had it. Interesting. Because I remember the day we had it, I was kind of like, eh, it's all right. It's like too grapefruity for me. But then I cracked it later. Fuck, man, that shit hit hard. Like, it was so tasty. So I don't know. It just kind of depends on the day for me, I guess. But Maybe. What did it taste like for you that day? Uh, the day we tasted it, it was like... You said it was very surf. Yeah, it was like kind of like a surfy beer or something like yeah, that. And but I like, said it was very Casino Royale. Yeah, but what did it taste the day you had it again? Okay, so it feels like the flavors, like, blended better, if that makes sense. Uh-huh. Like, the day we tried it on the pod, it tasted like I could taste grapefruit, and then I could taste the other flavors, and, like, they didn't go well together. But then when I tried it later, it felt like everything kind of swirled together better. So maybe I had to, like, sit on it for a while. I don't know. Did you have, like, a Remy experience where he's seeing all the flavors in his head? Honestly, like yeah. <laughs> like, it kind of felt like that. Like, they blended together well. It was great. Nice, nice. But yeah, ooh, hello, little fly on the chair. Oh, you're going. Uh, yeah, there we go. Uh, Goofy Boots. Uh, it's an okay beer, not the best. Definitely not cracking the top but, three. Yeah, definitely not cracking the top three. Maybe top five, maybe, but that's still hard list to crack. I'm gonna say no, not to t- not even top five. Yeah, I, it's fine. I would say yes right now because I can't remember the top five. But like now that I'm sitting and thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, I don't think it'll crack the top five. Nah, maybe top ten. We gotta start writing these down somewhere. Oh wait, you're photographing them. Yeah. Oh. All right, when we hit, like, a year mark, we should go back at all of the beers and, like, discuss them all. If we're not canceled by then. Who's going to cancel <laughs> us? People are barely listening to us. I don't know. But maybe this Smash tournament is getting us quite the audience. So. I'm excited. I got to train my ass off, though, because yeah. I'm getting scared I'm going to lose now. <laughs> we now return to the Transformers. Oh, uh, man. I guess to move on here to our last topic of the day is Digimon Adventure 02 at the beginning. It's funny. I forgot this was a topic, and we were started talking about Digimon before yeah. we started recording. Well, you know, we got to keep up with the theme. Uh, it's set to release this year. It is a sequel to the movie Last Kazuna. If you haven't watched that or any of the Digimon Adventure Tri-Films, do that and... 
get your tissues ready, people, because you will cry. Yeah, he explained the plot to me very briefly, and it was heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah. Both so, dub and sub made me cry. You watched right. it twice? Yeah, I, had, I watched it twice. I watched it once because like the dub wasn't out yet, but I was like, I need to see. I don't want it to be spoiled. You know what's funny? So I've been re-watching Inuyasha on Netflix. So like I grew up watching it in a dub, so I'm going to watch it in dub. But I accidentally still had subtitles on, and it was like the sub subtitles, uh-huh. if that makes sense. So I'm watching what they're saying, but also realizing like, but also reading what the sub should be saying. So I'm like matching like the words to like how far off the dub and the sub are. Oh, don't trust the Netflix subs. There's like, they're notorious for that. Oh yeah? (laughs) Yeah. Oh man. Maybe we should watch it on Hulu or something like that. Eh, it's too late. I'm already, I'm already in deep. That's where Tali's watching Niyasha. She's on, watching it on Hulu. Hulu? All right. Maybe I'll check it out. But I'm watching dubbed anyway because I want to be able to like clean the apartment in the background and stuff like that. Right, right. Plus every now and again, the dub is fine. Again, Yu Yu Hakusho, the goat. But um, yeah, no, Digimon. I'm, you gotta drink again, man. But fuck, God, I'm so bad at this. <laughs> Just let me have my vocal tics, you son of a gun. No, because this makes more work for me while editing. Well, then you gotta drink every time you're handsome, you son of a bitch. Ah, God, I can't <laughs> say anything bad about him. I love him, folks. So Digimon, I'm really excited for this, uh, only because I've been like really getting into. Uh, rewatching like a lot of my old favorites and everything like that, just so I can have some background noise and anything. And uh, Digimon definitely going to be fast tracked to the next one. I love Digimon growing up. I think it was probably the better anime to Pokemon, but just didn't succeed. Yeah, I feel like everyone has the same opinion uh, where Pokemon had the better games, but Digimon was a better anime. I couldn't tell you a single Digimon game except for one. And they did a Smash Bros. clone. With Digimon characters. Was it Digimon Battle Spirit? Uh, I don't know if that's what it was called, but let me look it up real quick. Because the only Digimon game I think I truly ever, like, really played and completed was Battle Spirit. And that's, like, from the Frontier season when you have to, like, collect all these, like, little bees while you're fighting other Digimon. Uh, yep, this is it. Wait, no, because it wasn't on Game Boy. Yeah, I had it in Game Boy, so... No, I, it was on, um, it was on PlayStation. I think I might know what you're talking about. I just can't remember the name. Hold on. But while you're looking up for that, uh, Digimon Adventure 2, the beginning, uh, the movie follows the second gen of Digidestin. So if you're not familiar with that, it's from Adventure 02, and it's with Davis, Yoli, Cody, Ken, and Ty and Kari uh, round out that whole Digidestin group. Digimon Rumble Arena. Yeah, I think I have seen it. I never played it, but I've seen ads for it. Fucking awesome. I was a Renamon main man. <laughs> you would be. I love Renamon. She's hot. Oh, my God. Eh, what are you going to do about it? <sighs> but, Digimon, I'm very excited for it. Yeah, so, like, I'm I'm shocked you, you don't really know that much about the O2 cast. I don't remember. Like, I remember watching it, and I don't remember anything about like, it. You know, like, Flame Dramon, Hawkmon. <sighs> These are terrible names. <laughs> really? <laughs> Bad names. But I... Yeah, I don't really remember anything about that. I just remember when I was a kid, I thought it was so funny... That all the Pokemon had different names, but they had to only say their name. Whereas all the Digimon all ended in Mon, but they talk, spoke in perfect English or Japanese or whatever you're watching it in. Interesting. Yeah, I just, I just, that was weird food for thought from like well, ten year old Brian, I guess. <laughs> that's interesting. But uh, the other thing is, in this movie, uh, two new characters are introduced: Rui, who claims to be the very first Digidestin. That's a cool plot point. Yeah, but I'm also very curious because given the events that happened in Try and Last Kazuna, I don't know how accurate that is. I need you to I don't, I'm not going to spoil it for you, so I need you to watch those so you can understand why I'm like a little... Well, what, hmm. if, what if it's like... I hate that I'm about to make this reference. What if it's about like Kung Fu Panda where like, you know, he hid away his old disciple because he was so disappointed by him that everyone thinks that the... See, it's definitely not that because of what I've... Because I've seen it. Hmm. So yeah, I need to, you, you need to watch it and then you'll understand why I'm thinking like, I'm a little bit skeptical about this. Okay. All right. I'm intrigued. I'm, but, I'm putting that But maybe, who knows? I mean, maybe I could, I could be wrong, but we'll see. I was spitting for a sec, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other thing is that they introduced a cuddly Digimon that was also revealed. Uh, I don't think they revealed the name yet, or maybe I just didn't look. It's just Cuddlemon. 
Yeah, but what we all know is that while it may start out really cute, it just takes one or two digivolutions for it to become like some menacing monster. Okay. Pokemon evolutions are like gradual. Yeah, it's like a you know, you natural get, Darwinism evolution. Yeah, and like you see it happen and like the the middle evolution is usually like the ugly like teenage years and then you get the cool glow up and everything like that and it doesn't really look like the original. Digimon evolutions are fucking out of nowhere. They are cracked. <laughs> yeah. They make no sense. Like what what was the little thing with the uh uh the yellow one with the ears for wings and then it evolves into like Angemon? Patamon, did you evolve into Angemon? What? How? Where? Why? What? Give me an explanation how those two things are related. You had Gatomon evolving into Angewomon. Yes! Like, nothing made a lick of sense, and I loved it for that. Like, Pokemon, you could see a first and a third evolution, and you go, I can see how they got there. Some that don't. But... Digimon is on on something else when they're coming up with their Digivolutions. And I, I respect them for it. Yeah, they does. They do go crazy. Like sometimes I go to the Digimon Wiki page and just check out all these different branch <laughs> evolutions, and I'm just like, "Holy <laughs> fuck!" And then wasn't there a point where they can combine together in their evolutions? Yeah. Uh, what's it called? Uh, DNA Digivolve. That's what. It that's was what it was. Yeah, and the first one was Omnimon. Yes, Omnimon was rad as fuck, man. Yeah, that's probably one of the best character introductions ever. Mm-hmm. I saw that retweet earlier. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I I I share it for everyone to see, so it, that's why I see them. <laughs> but I'm also wondering if this will get the same treatment as the adventure series and spawn a new set of films and specials that Adventure got. But I'm also just really excited to see Davis and Ken again because I know when they did Adventure Try, there was only going to be like that limited series. But then I guess they got well did well enough that they've continued they, it yeah they kept they kept going i don't know if that was their initial plan but they just kept going and hmm. then eventually we got that one last kazuna movie and yeah now they're moving on to adventure o2 and i'm also thinking like i wonder if this is going to move on like are we going to get a tamer special are we going to get a frontiers which i hope we do because one aside from adventure and adventure o2 tamers is my other favorite season i don't remind i don't know why that just reminded me of monster rancher all of a sudden yeah, Monster Ranch is another hidden gem. It's a weird one. Yeah, I've been working actually to like trying to set up an episode where we talk about like all these different like Fox Kids and Fox Box shows. Okay, we can do that after the Brendan Fraser episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Again, folks, send us suggestions, send us themes, send us stories you want to see told. Yeah, we're also like we also have another guest lined up. Two guests actually lined up coming up. I just gotta get the dates set. Ooh, I know the first one. I don't know the second one. You gotta tell me after this. Yeah. Uh, and I guess to do you have anything else to add for us today? Um, all right, so this is our unofficial, actually official New Year's episode because yeah. normally we would record it last week and release it around New Year's. Didn't happen this time. So at the time of recording, it is just after New Year's. Do you have any New Year's resolutions? Uh, I guess yeah. For me, for the podcast wise, is like try to improve at it, uh, get get bigger audience, get some. Uh, I was about to say audio, but get some video. Video, yes. Get some video for us. Uh, try to think of some new segments for us as well, you know. Okay. Because I said maybe that Mario Kart one, I think, will be a really fun one. Brendan Fraser theme episodes, yes. Yeah, yes. Brendan, I get, I get themed episodes, saying. you know. <laughs> no, I think there's a lot we can do here. Give us some feedback, folks. We like hearing from you a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah, how about you? Do you have any resolutions? Uh, my resolutions are to rebuild some burned bridges from the past, which I've already started on, and I feel pretty good about that one, despite the fact you, uh, do not agree, <laughs> but I'm trying to, I'm trying to grow and move on as a person, and, um, yeah, just that, continually self-improve, that is my only goal. Nice, nice, that's great. Pretty good. Which also involves helping you with this goddamn <laughs> forsaken podcast that I've left you entirely in charge of. Whatever. No, I'm going to put some more responsibility. you just like, when I tagged you into Smash Bros. And you were like, man, please promote it. And I was like, fuck, I got to promote it now. Yeah. The only time I log into uh, Instagram is to help Kev out. Yeah. But lastly, here is Studio 21 presents Super Smash Bros. Tournament. Sign up and settle it in Smash on the 21st of January if you live in Chicago. 
Uh, oh, Studio 21 on the 21st? Ooh, yeah. that's clever. That's yeah. cute. I like that. Uh, and that is with the cash prize, food, drinks, and just, you know, all around fun and good time. Guys, it's going to be fun. Even if you're not here to play in the tournament, it's just going to be a good time to come through and just hang out and yeah. see some cool. Are we going to have vendors? Uh, yeah, I think we're working on getting vendors to sell specifically Super Smash Bros. characters. Oh, kill me now. I love that so much. Um, yeah, no, it's going to be a fun time. Yeah. If this goes well, it might not be our only tournament. We might uh we might do this a few more times. Might do this a few more times. Maybe make yeah. it a regular series or something like that. But yeah, maybe thinking of hosting maybe like a Birio Kart tournament. Oh fuck yes! <laughs> I will be in last place a hundred percent of the time, but I will have so much fun doing it. I, mean, I don't know. I think we're still trying to also figure out what the logistics of trying to get this streamed on Twitch. That yeah, it might not happen the first time, but we can definitely we, work we, on that. We, it, it might. It could. Hey, it could. you know what? Our our guest next week could probably help us with that. Maybe. Well, hey. No, it's not next week. Is it next week? It's two weeks from now. Yeah. Which you'll hear like three weeks from now. Yeah. Uh, but our next our next guest is going to maybe be able to help us with that. Yeah. Sneak well, preview, folks, of who we got coming on. Oh, yeah. oh baby. But aside from that, do you got anything else for us to end the podcast today? That's all, man. I'm just, uh, just trying, to, trying to absorb this 2023 energy, <laughs> get rid of that 2020 energy, and uh, move forward as a human. Nice. And, uh, yeah, I hope everyone's trying to be a better person. Fantastic. Well, as always, you know where to find us here in the Divergence Podcast. Uh, for me, Ketty, you can find me over at GeekNight90 on Instagram and Twitter, as well as YouTube. Yeah, BumblingB1 on Twitter and uh, BumblingB underscore on Instagram, which I just got uh, the thing I needed to start posting my prints. Uh, it's going to do a... Uh, time lapse of the prints that I do. Oh, so awesome. I'm going to start being able to post some actually interesting content on my Instagram. You can also find me also at GeekNight90 on TikTok now as well. Oh, shit. Yeah. All right. I got to follow you there now. Yeah. I do like behind the scene videos and like, you know, like the setup of my photos and then like the final end product kind of stuff like that. I so, think that'll be cool to watch. So I'm yeah. excited, folks. Hope you are too. That's what I'm doing. I probably do one for the podcast as well. Yeah. Do for the pod. Yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, do for the pod. Uh. <laughs> But as always, we appreciate you listening to another episode of the Divergence Podcast. And remember, have yourselves a damned good one. Later, losers.